Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Twins fall game three to New York. The Yankees win it 6-1. to one. Herman, the winner, 1-1. One one. Malley, the loss, he is 1-2. and two. Malley didn't have it. Herman may have gotten assist in this one. We we heard the controversy throughout the game. The foreign substance, what did the umpire say? Rocco Baldelli got tossed on principle. And then right before Chris signed off, they had a little audio uh, from the umpire. And I'm ready to let it go. I don't know about you as a Twins fan. But but I understand they're trying to crack down on foreign substance and uh, the whole spider attack controversy and so on and so forth. And the fact that, uh, as Danny Gladden explained earlier in the game, that Herman was getting, you know, outstanding uh, spin rate on the ball today. Um, here's the thing. That this sort of stuff has been part of the game for a long time. And whether or not Herman gets ejected there or ultimately Rocco Baldelli, who did get ejected there, Herman could have got thrown out of the game. And maybe things would have changed, but maybe not. Because they did get beat 6-1. to one. I, Well, it is interesting and a point of argument for me, I'm not exactly sure that the game turned on that moment. Uh, Malley wasn't great today. A first starter to not go five innings in a bowl game today. Potent New York lineup. And the Twins didn't do a lot with the bats. Uh, whether Herman was cheating or, or got away with one, the Twins managed to run on five hits today. And Herman uh, does get credit for the victory today. But the, the Twins didn't do much. He went six and a third. Uh, a run, three hits, that run was earned. Struck out 11 in the game today. And I feel pretty comfortable with, with what the umpire said. I'm going to take that at face value. And there has been a lot on social media since the incident about the idea, well, it's the Yankees and there's no way they were going to throw a guy out of the game. And I don't buy that for a minute. It is a game in the middle of April at Yankee Stadium, and I believe if the umpires thought Herman was cheating or doing something intentionally to skirt the rules, it would have thrown him out. I, I just don't think there's any doubt in my mind. Now, you can say whether or not uh, the strike zone was particularly good today, balls and strikes, all of that sort of thing. Twins just weren't very good today and got beat 6-1. to one. And this is a controversy that may linger through the weekend. But this idea that he got a break because he pitches for the Yankees, I, I don't buy that at all. Our phone number, 651-461-9226. It is the city's one plumbing and heating talk and text line. And if you disagree with me, 
I completely understand, but I, I am just not willing to to go down that rabbit hole at this moment and say there's a gigantic conspiracy against the small market twins or uh, they're favoring the the New York Yankees in this situation. Uh, it sounds like they were pretty thorough. And in that moment, Rocco Baldelli's got to go out and argue. I would have done the same thing if I was Rocco Baldelli. Hey, wait a minute. You, you found something on the pitcher's hand. Uh, something needs to be done. And they ultimately throw him out of the game. So I, the, the way it was handled both sides, I don't have a beef with. Josh Wheeler is our producer. Josh, I mean, are you really to elevate this to a major scandal? I, I'm kind of looking at it. Yeah, it's interesting, but I'm ready to move on. It's water water under the bridge at this point. Yeah. I I feel I feel the same way. Um, I I just don't think the umpires in this situation, an entire crew, particularly on the stage in New York, are going to risk making an error where they let the pitcher get away with something. There, maybe there was miscommunication. Uh, Maybe there was a language barrier that that comes into play here. But I I do like the fact that the umpire sat down, explained it. Rocco Baldelli explained his side. Now it's time to turn the page and get ready for what should be a great series finale and a chance for the Twins tomorrow to take three out of four from New York in the ballgame tomorrow. And this is going to be a fun one for sure. Uh, on a Sunday afternoon, and as Chris Atterbury said a moment ago, we want you to be aware of the start time for the ball game tomorrow, and it'll be a 12.35 first pitch, pregame show at noon, inside Twins at 11.30. So our sports coverage begins at 10 with the huddle. Pete Najeri and Dave Schwartz, they give way at 11.30 for inside Twins, and then the pregame show or the lineup card at noon. And it'll be uh, Pablo Lopez against Garrett Cole tomorrow. Lopez has looked good. He's 1-0. and His ERA 1.35. Garrett Cole already 3-0 and out of the gate. His ERA 1.4. So this is a phenomenal pitching matchup in the series finale. But if you've got a thought on what transpired today, did Herman get a break? Uh, were the umpires favoring the Yankees? I, I'm not re- really willing to go out there. Didn't work out for the Twins. Uh, they get beat 6-1. to one. You turn the page, you move on, in my opinion. Once again, 651-461-9226. We will have an update on the weather. Uh, one of the things we want to remind folks, high water threatening around the area. There are a number of uh, flood warnings, Mississippi River, the St. Croix, uh, some of the tributaries are uh, running high over the weekend and will through the coming week. Uh, as a matter of fact, Mississippi River up in my neck of the woods, northern Hennepin County, expected to crest at around 15 feet. Uh, that, that is uh, just above major flood stage uh, next week. And we'll have a rundown of the weather. And the rain we're getting doesn't help. Looks like we could get a little snow tomorrow. We'll do all of that coming up here on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Loons are in action tonight, tough weather night at Allianz Field. Uh, Andrew Greeter will join us from the Pioneer Press. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney. 
Jess Myers from the rink live will look back at that painful title game loss for the University of Minnesota to Quinnipiac, plus some big moves, some coaching changes, some transfers in the college game. Uh, The Minnesota Wild have their playoff pairing set. We'll talk Timberwolves. Kevin Lynch joins from Valley Sports North. Much, much more on the way on this Saturday here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Well, the Loons at home at Allianz tonight. Andy Greeter covers for the Pioneer Press. And Andy, it's going to be a tough night weather-wise, isn't it? Uh, what did you say you broke up there? Yeah, it's going to be a tough night weather-wise. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had, uh, you know, four or five inches of snow on the field, uh, you know, in their first game. And uh, it's going to be a lot better than that. So I think they'll they'll take it. Yeah, a little, little chilly, maybe a little rain tonight will be okay compared to four or five inches of snow. Uh, the, the club has had its share of adversity, but they, they've still found a way so far in this 2023 campaign to, to get points and, and, frankly, surprise out of the gate this year. Yeah, I think when you look at, at what uh, this team has had to overcome, like you mentioned, without Emmanuel Reynoso in the lineup, and now with the team, when you lose your best player, uh, you really wonder what you're going to be able to do without that. So for them to have a five-game unbeaten streak to start the season uh, was very, very positive. Now, you know, they're coming off a, uh, probably their worst performance of the season in a 2-1 to loss at Chicago uh, last week. You know, their offense really dried up. Their only goal came off of a, a blunder by the fire goalkeeper. Uh, and this offense has been kind of in that margins without Reynoso for a while now. And we're not seeing uh, a lot of attacking threats. You know, they only have two goals in open play in those six games. Their other five goals have either come off set pieces or penalty kicks. Uh, So there hasn't been a lot of goal-scoring chances, and there haven't been a lot of finishing moments uh, for this team right now. And, you know, they've had two previous home games. We talked about the, the home opener in the snow. Uh, and then they played Vancouver a couple of weeks later and were without seven key players for international duty. And both of those games, they had the lead in and had to settle for draws in both games. So they're winless at home. They've dropped four points at home. Uh, and they need a goal or, or multiple goals to be able to, to get a crucial win here uh, tonight because they're going on the road to Seattle next weekend and the Loons are, are winless in their history at Seattle, and, and the Sounders have been really good to start this year. So this is a, a very crucial game early season for Minnesota United. Orlando City in 7.30 tonight, 2-2-2 two, two and two on the year. Minnesota 3-1-2 and two on uh, the, the young season. Um, it, it seems as though now every time you join us on the air, I, I've got to ask about Reynolds, so is there any news whatsoever? Uh, you know, there is there is no change in, in his okay. status. All right. Uh, we may have lost Andy. No uh, oh, all right. You're there. We just had the phone drop. And, and I'm sure you get hit up all the time, Andy, about his status. <laughs> I do. I do. And, and And like I said, there's not a whole lot that I can share on, on what's been going on with him at this moment. Okay. All right. Um, uh, uh, about the club, though, uh, 
big picture. Um, they they brought in uh, a South Korean player. Uh, can you give us a read on how he's looked early in his tenure? Yeah, so he uh, he made his debut uh, at color, or, excuse me at Chicago last weekend and played for thirty minutes and kind of showed some of the the speed that he has, some of the technical ability. Uh, he was on uh, the free kicks and, and corner kicks um, at the uh, in those thirty minutes and, and had some really good delivery. And I think what was what was a further letdown for Minnesota United was the fact that. You know, he um, struggled to uh, have people on the end of it. And there weren't, there wasn't that communication. There wasn't those, those guys on the other side, his teammates getting in the proper spots and some of the set pieces. And, and Adrian Heath was particularly disappointed by that and said that it kind of summed up what was a bad day. You know, I'd imagine that, that he'll get another opportunity to play here in front of the, the fans for the first time. Um, you know, he's, a, he's an exciting young player who, has really dazzled at moments in training. Like I saw a, a, a really wicked scissor kick goal that he had. He had this really nifty back heel flick uh, during a soccer tennis match. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. You know, he's, he's still pretty young. He's coming over from a club called Grasshopper Club Zurich in Switzerland. He wasn't playing a whole lot there. He's only played 15 minutes uh, for Zurich since January. So he still has a ways to go as far as his build out and his, and his fitness. Um, but yeah, I'd imagine that he'll play at least some here tonight. Yeah. One of, one of the other challenges is uh, for the supporters that have tickets at Allianz, great. Uh, finding the games on television, Apple TV, that's the deal. You can subscribe, but there have been a number of freebies and, and tonight's another one free on Apple TV. Yeah. So it's, it's an opportunity for, for fans. I think this one yep. and last week and a couple other ones, uh, are free as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an opportunity to see the product. I think, you know, it, they've done a really good job of, of presenting the games. Um, I've particularly liked some of the playback features that they have. If you're not able to, to watch tonight, you can go back and, and rewatch the game. Uh, they've done a really nice job as far as the presentation goes. And I think it's something that has been a quality for this team, just given the fact that you know, we've seen what's happened with Valley Sports North and, and the uncertainty with that uh, that product. And, and for, um, excuse me, for Minnesota United to have uh, MLS season pass on Apple TV has, has been uh, a good product so far in my experience. Yeah, and speaking of that, if you have a smart TV, it is easy to get the app. And as you pointed out, and I, I've seen a lot on social media about this where there is a fair amount of frustration, but – uh, Apple TV, chances are you have a smart TV. If it doesn't already have the app, you can easily download that. And once again, this week, next week, uh, Freebies, uh, Orlando tonight, and then uh, on the road at Seattle. And as a matter of fact, uh, Minnesota United FC on their website and on their schedule will call out the ones that are free. But I, I don't think there's any doubt, and this is just a bit of an editorial comment, that this is the direction it's going in all of these leagues. Because, as you pointed out, Bally Sports North and some of their issues and their parent company, that that ultimately I think we're going to be seeing this model adopted probably in MLB and eventually in the NHL and, and in the NBA. I know the NFL is a unique situation because they're getting billions every year from the over-the-air television networks. But I, I would think for the most part, for, for a lot of sports, this will be the model going forward. 
and and I think you see it kind of already. It's always kind of had an in-house feel to it. Like, you know, the wild and wolves are producing some of those things internally for some of the pregame show and, and, you know, halftime show. And, and there always was kind of an element of, of it not being an outside third party that was producing some of their content for television. Well, and I think the way consume, I, I think about at my age, you know, once upon a time, either you had an over-the-air antenna or cable or satellite. Well, now there's a lot of different ways. And the, the way my kids consume video is completely different the way I consume video. And I think MLS is recognizing it. And I think going going to an app-based uh, product like Apple TV uh, is a good move over the long haul. It may frustrate older fans, but um, I, I, I think ultimately – you know, it, it's a proper move, and 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 I've heard Apple has has some money behind them. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it's <laughs> a, a ten-year, two point yep. five billion dollar, uh, you know, deal. Um, it's been interesting because uh, there's been reports that the subscription numbers aren't to the level that that Apple has has wanted, and I know that Minnesota United has has given free subscriptions to its season ticket holders, but then has in turn pays uh, Apple TV for those subscriptions. So uh, yeah, I think it might be a little bit of a, a slower roll-up, but to your point about video consumption, I mean, you can watch games directly on your phone, um, and that is nice for, for being able to do it mobily if you're out at a brewery or if you're looking for something at another spot to be able to watch and not have, not have it have to be on your television. Uh-huh. Well, and I, I, on your beat, you, you cover the Golden Gophers, and, you know, if you don't get creative over the course of a football season, or let alone a men's or women's basketball season or hockey or whatever sport, you know, you, you've got to get creative to find that content. So this, is, to your point, is not new. This this is the way forward. We We just need to get used to that fact. I, I think it was super convenient that they had a, a ton of games on Channel 23. I love that, but, uh, you know, that that that's going the way of the dinosaur for sure, Andy. Well, uh, we always appreciate uh, your time, and uh, once again, stay warm at Allianz tonight for that one with Orlando City. Will do. See you, Steve. All right, there he is, Andy Greener uh, from the Pioneer Press online at Twin Cities. Dot com and uh, as I pointed out, uh, I I have uh, the app on my smart TV. I have a I have a Samsung, and it, it, it's really easy to navigate and and find the games. You play around with it a little bit if you want to watch tonight. Thirteen minutes down in front of four o'clock. Quick break. We'll come back. PGA Tour. Uh, there was the Green Jacket handed out last Sunday. They're up the road at Hilton Head uh, for the RBC Heritage, and what a leaderboard. We'll update that. Twins get beat by the Yankees 6-1 to today uh, in New York. Twins still have a chance to win uh, that series in the final game of the four-gamer tomorrow, and that'll be Pablo Lopez against Garrett Cole. Our coverage begins at 11.30 inside Twins. The lineup card at noon with Chris. Corey and Danny with the play-by-play at 12.30 tomorrow. It looks like the weather will cooperate in New York. Probably a good thing they're not at Target Field this weekend with 2-4 to four on the way. 
overnight and through the day tomorrow here in the Twin Cities. Uh, We are under a winter weather advisory starting at midnight tonight and continuing until 10 Sunday night. Once again, 2 to 4 inches on the way uh, to the area. It'll be gone by Monday as the sun pops out, and by Tuesday uh, we'll see sunny skies and a high near 60. It is 348, 12 minutes now in front of 4 here at News Talk. E3O WCCO. Twins fall to the Yankees 6-1 to in the Bronx today. There, there is a little bit of controversy in this game. Domingo Herman uh, caught with uh, substance on his hand, wasn't ejected. Rocco Baldelli came out, argued, was. And uh, on the extended post-game show, we had audio from the umpire and said, hey, um, here's what happened. Here's why he wasn't ejected and allowed to continue. Tough day for Tyler Malley. Goes four and a third. First twin starter this year not to make it through five innings. And the Twins fall six to one. They can still win the series uh, tomorrow. Garrett Cole for New York. Pablo Lopez for Minnesota. Just a great pitching matchup. And our sports coverage begins at 10 a.m. The Huddle, Pete Najeri and Dave Schwartz. They give way to inside Twins. Corey Provis at 11.30, then at noon, the lineup card, Chris Atterbury, then Corey and Danny with all the play-by-play, and that'll come at 12.35 our time. And then game one of the Timberwolves tomorrow night. Uh, The Timberwolves will be in Denver to open the NBA playoffs, and our coverage begins at 9 o'clock with Cal Soderquist on the pregame show. Alan Horton about 9.40 tomorrow night. With the play-by-play, as a matter of fact, uh, I've learned I'll be in tomorrow night between 8 and 9 to get you set uh, with a little pregame to the pregame tomorrow night here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. We'll talk more about the Timberwolves in a moment. Right now, we want to get you up to date on the leaderboard PGA Tour. It is the RBC Heritage at Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Uh, and this is one of the elevated events, and every year the Heritage follows the Masters because going from Augusta to Georgia over to Hilton Head is really a short road trip, and because it is one of those new elevated events on the PGA Tour, a uh, great field and a lot of big names. Now, Rory McIlroy, a little controversy, uh Pulled out of this event, but you have Matt Fitzpatrick, your leader, at 14 under par. Jimmy Walker, one back. Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantlay at 12 under, along with Scotty Schaffler. Uh, you, you go a little bit further down, Ricky Fowler at 10 under par. Matt Kuchar at 10 under par. And this is just a great leaderboard at Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, and the weather looks great. But Matt Fitzpatrick... One clear of Jimmy Walker and two clear of Jordan Spees, Scotty Scheffler, and Patrick Cantlay at Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Once again, the weather looks lovely. It looks like the rain's starting to let up. Snow on the way overnight, a winter weather advisory. Two to four on the way uh, for the area. We'll have more on that following the news in a moment here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO, NBA Playoffs. One game already in the books. First round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, Philly beat Brooklyn 121-101. to James Harden, 
23 points, 4 rebounds, 13 assists. Sixers win. They beat the Nets by 20 today. Game 2 underway in the East. Or I should say Game 2 of the day. Game 1 in the series. And it is Boston all over Atlanta. 74-44. That game at halftime. Still to come. New York and Cleveland. The Knicks, the 4. Or I should say the 5. The Cavs, the four. And then uh, first game out west features Golden State at Sacramento. That's a reasonable road trip. And that will get started at 7.30 tonight. Then, of course, more games tomorrow, including uh, the Timberwolves late in Denver to take on the Nuggets. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.